Two bees in a pod. That's so gay. We are back in action. Okay, you know what's really funny? I think there might be a delay from what you hear and what I say. Um, what do you mean? Well, just earlier, like, when you reply to things I said, it would be, like, just, like, a 20-second delay. Is it that bad right now? No, you're totally... Now it's working, so... I thought that was weird earlier, but it seems to be okay now. You're like, oh, her brain's really slow these days. (laughs) (laughs) Because you were totally responding normally, but it sounded like you didn't hear until 20 seconds later. Oh, my God. Well... (laughs) Or not even 25, five seconds, but it was, I could tell there was a I know, I was thinking 20 was pretty long and you didn't say anything all that time. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, you know, it's this, uh, all this distance between us. It's almost like a then, 20 second difference in time zone, so. Exactly. That's exactly what's happening. <laughs> um, so, uh, welcome back, whoever is still listening. <laughs> we still have the same listeners, it's just people who don't like to. Yeah. Tell us until they tell us about some really awkward thing we said, and they tell us at awkward moments. <laughs> true, true. I mean, but we love—we would love to get emails, like, or even a letter in the mail. So please, <laughs> you guys, tell us if you're listening to us. But I'm not about to give my address out over this, so. I don't even know my address actually. Somebody came to pick me up. They're like, "Okay, so where do you live?" And I was like, "I don't know, something, something, one eight. <laughs> That's funny because I actually wanted to ask you for your address tonight you could have my parents address that's what i use it's like my p.o box that's your p.o box so how often do you go to your p.o box not often either i have to know something's coming do you go there as often as you've been going grocery shopping lately that's exactly the case once a month (laughs) wow yeah and i have the opposite problem i well it's been a lot less lately but if i can i'm in target at least once a week Oh my gosh. I go to Target once a month because that's, I have to re-up on my uh, feminine napkins. <laughs> so, I go once a month. Got it. <laughs> Thanks for that tidbit. You're welcome. So, if you ever want to see Shireen out in the wild, be sure to stop by Target. Is there any specific Target they should be scoping you out at? Yeah, the one. Uh, it's because there's two in Simi, and it's the one, it's the older one. Not the big one. It's the small one next to Trader Joe's. All right, guys. So, where I'm convinced I saw Donnie Wahlberg from New Kids on the Block. Um, and why didn't you chase him? Because hear me out. It was really like okay. So, um, I see this guy, and he's wearing sunglasses. But it did not occur to me he was wearing sunglasses inside a Target until afterwards. I just see him, and I'm like, oh, this guy totally reminds me of Donnie Wahlberg, right? So I pass him and a child, and I'm like, that child looks Mexican. Does Donnie have a Mexican child? <laughs> like, I, I had no idea. And then I walk past him. I even stop my cart, turn around, look at him. He sees the fact that I've stopped to turn around look at him, and just kind of stare. And I'm like, that can't be Donnie Wahlberg. This guy's really skinny, kind of short. Like, no. So then I keep going, and then, like, 
I get home, even like two days later, I was trying like, you know, it's really bothering me. I really think that was Donnie Wahlberg. Let me just at the very least see where he lives because I don't see a reason for Donnie Wahlberg to be in Simi Valley. So I Google search like, where does Donnie Wahlberg live? And it said Simi Valley. Oh my goodness. It was him then. Yes. And then I was like, well, maybe it's a coincidence. I could not find any pictures of his kids, but I asked I said, like, I tell this story to my sister, and she's like, well, have you watched his show lately? He's on, um, like, Something Blue, whatever, on CBS. And I was like, no. She's like, well, you know how the camera adds 10 pounds? Well, he's lost weight since the beginning of the season, so he would be pretty skinny. And then I thought about it, and I was like, oh, and he's brothers with Marky Mark. Marky Mark's, like, 5'6", five, 5'7". Five, so I'm like, they're not a tall people. So that was probably Donnie freaking Wahlberg. So it took me like a month to be able to freak out about the fact that I may or may have not. <laughs> but then do you find yourself going back in your head going like, oh, God, I wish I had gone up to him or. Yeah. Yeah. No, I've fantasized how the moment would have gone because since he's not attractive in person, it really could have just been me having a serious conversation with one of like my musical idols, but not like me trying to be like, wah! Because had it been Joey McIntyre, I would have lost my shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, I love it. Well, um, I'm, uh, I guess I can kind of relate to that. I, uh, Zac Efron lives in Studio City. Mm, yes. And there was one time I was driving through Studio City. And I know... Um, why can't I not remember what car exactly? But he has a black car, and there's a car behind me, and I kind of look up in the rearview mirror, and there's a young man that kind of looks like Zac Efron. Mm -hmm. And I, for like that five minutes, I'm like freaking out, trying to slow down, like move over to like look yeah. to the side, and I'm, of course, it wasn't him, <laughs> but. Of course not, but you still have to have your little stalker moment. Cause I you're like, what if it's Zac Efron? And I was like, I'll never forgive myself if I don't. At least, like, what am I going to do at that point, though? Like, am I going to be honking? Am I going to be waving? Am no. I going to be trying to, like, write my number on a piece of paper and hold it up to the window? <laughs> Sorry. Kind of go back to the whole Donnie Wahlberg thing. But when I was younger, like, I was convinced I was going to marry Donnie Wahlberg. Like, convinced of it. And I think he's, like, 14 years older than me. But as... And, you know, a five-year-old, I was convinced that that was appropriate. Of course. Of course. <laughs> like, that's not a problem. But, you know, so often I look back at my old crushes and I'm like, thank God, I, like, young people are not allowed to marry. <laughs> there has to be that cutoff of 18. I really think the minimum age for marriage should be 30. Because then, like, your taste is pretty much solidified. <laughs> Got it. But, so that, but who you know, are we when, protecting here more, the younger one or the older person? The older person, because they're going to wake up one day and be like, oh, my God. Look over, roll over and be like, I can't believe I'm married to this guy. Oh, my God. Well, but would you really be complaining if you were married to him right now? I don't know. I don't know. Probably. Obviously, since he divorced his first wife, so... Oh, see? You saved, that, <laughs> you saved yourself that heartache. I don't know how, but... <laughs> you know, and here's the thing, too, because, like, you get divorced, 
And here's, here's, okay. So I'm obsessed with shows like Say Yes to the Dress. Okay, I'm not obsessed anymore. It just kind of got repetitive. But like wedding shows kind of, you know, like some of them are funny and I like to watch them. But I'm always thinking like these people are putting all this money and all this effort into something. And what, you know, like how do you feel if you get a divorce? Like I could have saved $20,000. <laughs> Does that sting? Does that hurt? And then, okay, furthermore, if you had to be like, do you ever watch Bridezilla's? No, I don't. Okay. I watch it whenever I want to feel like I'm not a horrible person. Like, no, Shereen, you're actually a really nice person. <laughs> yeah. oh, of course. You watch a lot of shows out there and we all look like sunshine. <laughs> exactly. So, but, you know, I'm thinking from the point of view of like, let's say your friend was a bridezilla and you were in her bridal party, right? Mm-hmm. How are you going to feel when she announces her divorce? And you're like, bitch, I like our friendship was on the brink after your wedding. <laughs> and then you're not even still with this dude. How does that feel? I don't know because I well <laughs> um I don't know. Cause I don't I haven't really been in that situation where some I've been in a couple weddings. Okay. But I've never had like somebody being super crazy. Oh. Really? Yeah, or at least not that they show to me. And it's funny because the other day I was thinking about this thought that I have a lot about weddings. And this is just, of course, my opinion on this. But I think it's ridiculous <laughs> that people spend a, a, at least a year um, planning out something that, yes, it's a special day. But in six hours, the whole event's over. Yeah. And you spent a whole year. Of your life. Plan- like, just pick out napkins. I'm sorry. Nobody gives a fuck about your napkins, and you don't that, even get to enjoy your napkins. Um, that's not true, because I will look at your napkins, and I will judge you if oh, they're not. <laughs> oh, no, sure. People will judge, but at the end of the day, like I think that's the least important. I think why I think it's ridiculous is I told myself if I have the money, I will pull together a team and, and pay them for two weeks. If, if in the course of like two, three months... I can plan out a feature film production. Yeah, you should be able to plan a wedding. Um, I'm pretty sure that within like a week to two weeks, uh, I can plan a wedding and I will just hire some art people, art department people, and they'll do that stuff. I don't need to get some wedding planner lady with a fanny pack <laughs> that has to like take me every week and they're like, let's go taste cupcakes. And now let's go do play settings. Like, no. Well, this idea that it's supposed to be the perfect day, I feel like that must be some sort of marketing ploy. Because I'm pretty sure in 1800, when Nellie and Billy Bob got married on the farm, Nellie wasn't freaking out over, you know, (laughs) the colors used for the tablecloths on whatever, you know, wood bench that was available. Right. No, Look, I've seen clips of these various shows on TV that'll show people just being complete biatches and going crazy over stuff. Um, I don't know what that's like. I'm sure perfectly nice and semi-sane people turn retarded during wedding time. But I don't get it. I don't even know if I sympathize with it, to be honest. Well, I was in a wedding. Okay, I've only been in one wedding and I'm slotted to be in another wedding. And the wedding I have been in was, she was bipolar. 
So. Oh, God. She didn't start out sane. And it's not that she went crazy, but she wasn't. Like, she was like someone you'd have to be like, use your words. No, no I understand you're emotional. Use your words. Because <laughs> like, instead she would just want to shut down and lose her damn mind. So I'm just like, uh, no. So she would, she said, she made some nasty comments to me that made me kind of want to just walk away and like never talk to her again. But I'd like to say like, oh, and then the wedding was over and everything was nice, but it's like, no, she's bipolar. So then <laughs> she was married and she still made other nasty comments. <laughs> but it's, you know, I guess that's the were price you, you pay. <laughs> were you, were you like the maid of honor or were you super involved with all the planning? Like how closely tied were you into all that? Well, I was pretty closely tied in because I was a co-maid of honor, ah. but I was living with, like, basically what happened was I came up for, so I lived, she lived in Washington, but I came up a week early, so I basically came in at the craziest week to come in for a wedding, right? Mm -hmm. So then I was helping, like, put together the things that you give away to people. Uh -huh. I don't know what that's called. And, um... You know, I had to, like, do the actual setup of the wedding. It was, like, we had to cook. So I was cooking right before the wedding. And then I had to do her bachelorette party. And then, yeah. So I'm already tired was, just hearing that. Yeah, it was. And I had no problem with it whatsoever. Like, no problem. But she just made this, like, what happened? Um, Her cousin, well, her soon-to-be cousin, because she was marrying her best friend's cousin. And um, she, uh, we were in the back of the car, like we're driving somewhere for wedding stuff. And the cousin and I were like, yeah, whatever. It's supposed to be, your, your engagement ring is supposed to be two months worth of salary, right? And I was like, well, then he better make at least 7,500 a month because my ring's gonna cost $15,000. <laughs> <laughs> and then the cousin's like, yeah. Yeah, well, maybe not that much, but definitely high, so he better have a good job. And then from the front passenger seat, the bride was like, that's why you bitches are single. And I was like, oh, hell no. I know you're not trying to come at me, like, because I got a man. Because I was like, don't get me started on the man you got. <laughs> well, do you think that was her defense? Because perhaps she had a ring that was not worth that much money? Yeah, so in hindsight, because <laughs> after, you know, the blind rage subsided, I was like, oh, she didn't have an engagement ring. He had promised her that he was, he had this pearl and he was going to make that into an engagement ring and never did because he could never afford to. So then I realized she was lashing out because she was just upset Got about it. not having one. But I was kind of like, you still don't need to get nasty about it. You could, like, some people would laugh about it. Like, well, you may not get any ring at all. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but, yeah. So, oh, we were also talking about being with men who have jobs. And at the time, he was unemployed because he had lost his. So, maybe it was that. Yeah, I think there's probably sensitivity there. But then also, please, I've had my experience with bipolar people. Mm -hmm. That is a fun <laughs> roller coaster. Yeah. Fun being the I mean, was not it, right word. Was it ever like, <laughs> oh yeah, I wanted to be this kind of cake, and then changing her mind an hour later, or no? 
Actually, funny that you bring up the cake. No, because she found the world's best tasting cake. And you would never change your mind from this thing. It was called pink champagne cake. Okay. It was the best thing I've ever tasted in my life. And now that you made me think about it, I need to, t- I need to fly up to Seattle just so I can go to Tacoma to get this freaking cake. When you fly up there, never mind, I'm not saying this. <laughs> Do you need me to slash some tires? <laughs> you know what? I was about to make a joke. Now that you went there and I'm still not going to erase it, it didn't come out of my mouth. Anyways. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, man. Anyway, so back to our point, which, by the way, guys, we guess we didn't really make any clear, but we're kind of talking about weddings and having to be in your friend's weddings. Um, but, but so that was my experience. It was kind of like, I wouldn't say that's a typical experience because now that I'm in a wedding, but again, I live long distance from the bride. So I'm not able to be a part of things like she went dress shopping and I'm not able to be there. And she just is trying to be really, really accommodating to me. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I'll tell you when things are, but I don't expect you to be anywhere. And I'm like, yeah, well, but at the same time, if you need me, if you just need to vent, if you're stressed, like, if you need me to get in my car and drive up, tell me, whatever, you know, like, where, I'll do what I can. Where is this wedding taking place? Uh, well, actually, I think it's in Roner Park. Oh, my God. Is it Wedgwood? I don't know what that means. Where in Roner Park is it being held at? In a home. Oh, okay. Because I was like, oh my god, if it's the place where my brother works in Runner Park, that would be hilarious. <laughs> no. no, it's actually, yeah, it ended up not being in a, lo- you know, one of those type of locations. But, um, yeah, so I'm having like a completely, not completely opposite, but a different experience. And, you know, this friend is completely sane, so. Yeah, I think it's just one of those, you, you had a really... You you had a not normal situation for your first time around. I, I wouldn't expect that they're all crazy like that. But legitimately speaking, I can understand that the stress of this will change a person for at the very least that day. Oh, of course, of course. Because I know, like, when, on my birthday, when I'm, uh, you know, I always like to invite a million people to whatever I'm doing, and then I will send out. Like, I'm not the least organized person. I will send out notifications. I will send out emails like, this is what we're doing. This is where we're meeting. This is where I'll be. And then my phone all day. And even though I'm trying to drive, because I usually end up having to drive myself, (laughs) you know, like trying to get wherever I'm going, whatever. And I get like a million texts and calls like, so where are we going? Where are we going to be? And I'm like, what part of I sent this in an email so there would be no confusion and I wouldn't have to get a million calls. See that? Oh, God. Um, I'm so just, I'm, I'm personally right now learning how to uh, navigate that. Um, that's why I set up alternate email addresses and I don't provide my cell phone number. <laughs> you know what? That's smart. I'm doing that for a job right now because I'm having to do some of the casting. I was like, oh, dear Lord. I know how actors can be. This is no insult to them. But when you start talking about gigs, you're get- what color shirt should I wear? What time is it? Where's it going to be again? Wait, I didn't get that email. I was like, oh, Lord, this is not coming into my main email address. Mm-mm. I will kill Mm-mm. myself. So I set up a side one, and then I paid somebody to manage that, answer all the questions. <laughs> and I will never let my phone number get attached. However, somehow somebody did find my number, and I was so annoyed and never called them back. Yeah, well, because I mean... You don't have, though, that luxury with friendship. Yeah, with a friend, because they have your phone number, but, speaking. But I can just imagine how annoying that is, especially, but uh, you're like me. I love to have, if I could have all my friends, 
as eclectic as everybody can be in one room or at the same event, that's awesome for me. Mm-hmm. But what I forget often in the pre-planning stages is that come the day of it, you're spending half of the time coordinating things. Yes, exactly. The coordination of it all. So I could I could see why a bride would be stressed just because you're trying to get everything done and not all of us are, you know, millionaires who can afford to have a wedding coordinator and planner do it all for us. Mm-hmm. But yeah. So I don't know. Being <laughs> being in the wedding, I'm sure is just as stressful because you're trying to calm her down and she may or may not react very well. I was, <laughs> I was thinking about this the other day that, because seriously, like what goes into choosing your wedding party, right? Like, oh, should we, I mean, are we going to insult people? I would love to just hear your like thoughts about like, come on, I'm, I'm sure you've done this before. Like, I've tried to, in my head, like, put together or imagine, like, what would my wedding party possibilities be? Oh, I'm not going to insult any. Oh, actually, I'm insulting no one and everyone at the same time. I'm not having one. Oh, is that because you don't want to deal with that? Yeah. I was just like, I have way too many good close friends that I love and have every right to be up there by my side as anyone else. So, no, I would rather just not make that call because I think... A large bridal party is tacky. So, yes, yes. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, no, I just, I love way too many people and would love to see them all in my wedding. Don't want to offend anyone. I don't want anyone to think I'm playing favorites with my friends because I'm like, there's, you know, you each serve a purpose. You're each very close to me. Heck no. And then I could just say my sisters, but I'm like, I already have three sisters. That's borderline gauche. <laughs> It's funny, because I've had times where I'm like, oh, God, who would it be? And then, like, you're trying to narrow it down, and I'm like, oh, God, I hope the person I'm with has no friends so I can just take up their side with my people. (laughs) But I think maybe you have a good idea. And actually, now that I think back on it, I think you might have mentioned this in the past before. Like, it kind of makes perfect sense, because to me, I believe that the people that you invite to your wedding should be the special people that are actually important to you. Yeah. And... I don't understand sometimes, and I think because people are probably getting pressured by, like, their parents or other family members. Mm-hmm. Why do you invite people you haven't seen in years? Well, I'm invited to a wedding, and I haven't physically seen my friend in years. But do you and guys I... talk and keep in contact? No, because, oh. ironically, the minute he got this girlfriend that he eventually is going to marry, he, you know, less and less time between he and I were spent talking obviously, you know? So, um, and not like, I should say, obviously, as in we used to hook up and it became awkward. No, it's just like a lot of what we talked about was the whole dating spectacle. Mm. And so once he has a girlfriend, he's out, you know? Um, but it's still like, I remember thinking when he, when I saw that they were engaged, I was like, I better get invited to this wedding. I freaking coached his butt through the whole process. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, like coached him at least to get to this, Mm-hmm. to the relationship you know so it's like yeah like but there's also the idea of i know uh because like one of my friends she's asian right uh-huh. and so when she talks about her wedding it is very much so like her dad is going to be inviting people she has never even met because it's like con you know business associates or whatever reason 
And I feel like that's not uncommon, regardless of, you know, culture, that people use weddings to invite, extend invitations to business associates and whatnot. And I also feel like if you think about the idea of any kind of gathering and celebration throughout history, it is just kind of, a you know, like, hey, come join our family. It's a peace offering. It's to say that we like you or whatever, you know? So I, I think it makes sense to invite people you don't know. I guess I won't be doing that. I, well, what do you think you're going to do? Sorry, I can go on and on about my oh, wedding. Oh, no, I mean, what you said makes sense, but I think that's more, I mean, and maybe that seems like a more, more traditional wedding where it's originally, like, it's really like the parents are hosting it. Like, I don't imagine, I'm paying, I'm pretty sure me and the other person will be paying for the whole thing. Exactly. So I, you're like, I, I don't can't afford that. Well, and even if I could, you know, um, it's not the same thing where, like, I get it, you know, and, and, like, if your father, somebody's paying for it, and, like, they're really, you know, they have all this pride. They're like, I'm going to invite my, my buddies. I want them to see what's going on. You've never met them before. Like, I guess that does make sense. Mm -hmm. But if yeah. I'm footing the bill. <laughs> yeah, then no. No. But, I mean, I guess to me, I've met anybody. I've met people that are important to my family, you know? Yeah, I can't imagine somebody who'd come out of like random out of the woodwork. You know, I guess I just I don't I don't feel the need to, you know, to me, it's like like you were saying, the bridal party in a way can be all the guests that are at your party, you know? Yeah, and exactly. that's who I want that there. Exactly. And I was thinking like trying to figure out what something's I mean, and I'm funny, I have my wedding planned out like to the freaking napkin at this point with no boyfriend in sight. <laughs> Well, you know, but it's, it's all that part's all ready to go. See, you just got that exactly. out of the way. Exactly. Insert groom, ready to go. Right. Um, but I was just thinking about because, like, I absolutely want to get married in Joshua Tree. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is my dream. That's what I want. But then I was kind of like, because I, I work at a park, and my park is kind of perfect for wedding receptions. So I was just kind of like, yeah. And that way, and I'm not forcing anybody to fly into LAX and then drive an additional four hours to Joshua Tree, you know? It's just kind of like, I can have my reception. I can have a very small wedding in the sense, like, only people who truly love and care for me are willing to make this drive. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know? uh -huh. And then go down there, just have a short reception, blah, 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 take our pictures, and then drive up, and then, or, I'm sorry, ceremony, have a short ceremony, and then drive back to L.A., you know, here in the Valley, and have my reception with whoever wanted to come. Because, and I, but I feel like people say that's not cool, but I'm like, I would love to avoid ceremonies, because that is the most boring part of a wedding, period. Oh, yes, it can be. <laughs> that's why, well, I'm, the, I'm a big fan of short ones. When I... Um, ho I guess uh, what's the term? I can't think of it. When I officiate, officiated, officiate. yeah, um, at uh, Anne and JP's wedding, literally it did not go over five minutes, <laughs> and that's what they wanted. They wanted it short. Like they even made me like sh make sure it was shorter and like speak less. I was like, okay, yeah, it yeah. was fantastic. But no, I like your idea. I actually want to tell you. I think you're a little crazy though. I would like. I would say make your reception the day after the ceremony. Um. Why? Why do you want to have to be 
Russian back and forth. That way you can enjoy Joshua Tree. Have I was a night considering there. that too. Yeah, I was considering that actually. And then, ooh, then I can have like a nighttime wedding. Yep. And make sure it's a full moon. And you know Do it though. And then um, you should be so classy, <laughs> aka slash lazy, and then fly back from the Palm Springs airport to LA. <laughs> Serious. Well, I like the drive, kind of like. Well, of course, somebody else will be driving you, right? Yeah, that's true. If I'm getting married, he has just, I don't even know where my keys are. <laughs> he does all the driving. And seriously, I know it sounds ridiculous for someone like me. Like, people meet me and they expect me to be completely controlling of every aspect of my life. And I'm like, yeah, I want to control the fact that my ass is not driving. <laughs> right? I hate driving. I hate driving. And you drive uh, all the time. All of the time. All of the time. Honestly, and like, but do you hate driving? <sighs> do you truly like you get in the car and you're like, oh god, get me out of here? Because like I still have fun and enjoy driving. I'm just getting burnt out now because of the commute traffic that I've been driving in for the past three months. Yeah, but see, that's the thing. I'm like, what's the difference between hating traffic or hating whatever commute you have and enjoy? You know, like. How can you hate that but enjoy being on the open road? No, I physically hate being in the car now. Oh my like, goodness. even if somebody else is driving, I don't want to be in the car for long periods of time. Um, my friend just took me on a road trip to this place called Carrizo, Carriza, Carrizo Plain. And it's like this, it's somehow, it's in between the 101 and the 5, like two hours north of Ojai. Mm -hmm. And... It was just like, I thought we were going to go get out, hang out, hike and stuff. And he's like, no, 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 we're just on a road trip. <laughs> we're going to be in the car the entire time. And I was like, dear God Wait, almighty. Did, what, so what, you literally got out of the car just to go to the bathroom? Like, what? I'm confused. Yeah, we got out of the car to look at certain spots. Like, you know, like if there's a, a vista, you might get out and do that. Mm -hmm. Or like he showed me this one spot. And, like, we saw, like, a few attractions, but we literally, the, the trip, the purpose of this trip for him was just to see it from the car. <laughs> it's like, and you didn't try to fake a sickness before you left town? I didn't know. I didn't know until we got there. And it was like, yeah, no, this is the trip. Like, we're going to be driving. Oh, because it was really sweet that he had invited me in the first place. But, yeah, I was just like, oh, okay, that's cool. But, yeah, so I'm sitting here in a car. I was in the car for, like, 11 hours. Mm. With, you know, a few stops here and there. But I just, I don't know. But then at the same time, I'm like, but I think I've never really liked driving. The only time I liked driving was when I worked at Edison. And I would get out of, the, like, get out of work at midnight. And I just roll down all the windows and have the cold air blowing in and music blasting. And there's no traffic. And it's just like 25 minutes of pure bliss. Like, that's when I love driving. Other than that, no. See, I don't want you to be in the car. But, but, but you're saying you like that. But imagine, like, it can be during the day and you're, there's no traffic out. No. It, to me, well, I don't know. Maybe because we live in a desert. So cold, hot, either way, you're just kind of like... Even during the day, it doesn't have that same feeling of nighttime freedom. 
I don't know. It's, True. it's hard to no, explain, but I, well, I I used to, and I still do. Like if I'm like getting antsy or like, oh my god, I'm bored, or I need to go do something, it could be midnight or one in the morning, and I will get in my car and go driving around for like an hour, listening to music or listening to the radio. So okay, see that sounds like you like driving. Though. I do, but it's also just like it's a car equals freedom to me because I can travel to different yeah. places. Um, so I'm not so sure I have to because as much as I hate being in the car, I love getting to destinations. Mm. So I'm like, I can't, it's it's a necessary evil. I have to drive because I, if I want to, you know, go to Joshua Tree, no one flies to Joshua Tree. You get in the car. Um, I <laughs> so. feel now like you and I are, oh my God, if we could find, I, I swear, if I could find it so cheap, one day we will podcast the flight from L.A., But then think about it. It's like there's a flight and then you have to rent a car to drive to to Joshua Tree. Oh, I'm not thinking that that far. Even to me, I'm like, oh, once I get to Palm Springs, like just take me to my hotel. (laughs) (laughs) But just how ridiculous it is. That would be ridiculous. Yeah, I've never seen the flights, but it would be interesting because it is kind of a boring drive sometimes. And I kind of hate the windmills. Oh my! I love them. Do you not? I, every time I see them, I get out and take photos. Oh, that's awesome! No, <laughs> I have this really ridiculous fear of them. Oh, it's not, it's not an aesthetic thing. It's a you're. Are you afraid like it's gonna fall down off and like yes. you up? <laughs> yes, that it's just gonna fall. Wow. Like, literally just fall over. And it's either one of the turbines is going to fall, like, come flying off, <laughs> or the whole structure is just going to fall onto the freeway. Wow. That has never even And I try to mind. research. Yeah, I try to research if it's ever happened, but I don't think it has. Well, <laughs> on a much smaller scale, it makes me think of the story of when my dad was um, in Vietnam and he moved a giant fan from off of a um, shelf. Mm-hmm. And, well, that was the last time he saw one of his thumbs. Oh, is that how he lost his thumb? <laughs> yeah. That, okay, see? Now I would, I would have a fear of thumbs after that story. I mean, not thumbs. <laughs> thumbs, yeah. Jesus, <laughs> well, Fans. Um, I'm such a brat. I picked up a Father's Day card for him at Target, and it just has a picture of a giant fan on the front. Shut up. That's horrible. Uh, anyways, okay, so we got, totally got <laughs> yes, off topic. From, from fans to brides to weddings. Hey, Jeanette, you hey, want to make this one of our short episodes? And by short, can I just tell you it's already 34 minutes? Oh, I'm looking at it. I was like, hey, 34 <laughs> minutes. Maybe we could just end it here and do everyone a favor and not go off on another tangent for yeah so i don't know if there's any point to make about brides or weddings or we're just we're blabbing about weddings i guess i could talk about weddings for five hours no problem like i I literally that show made me obsessed and it's funny because before that moment i was not the girl who gave a crap about weddings and now i can't even go i'm like oh my god she has a three-tier cake (laughs) You oh. might as well have gotten married in a paper bag. Oh my god. <laughs> and so, yeah, no, I don't know. It's, just, it's horrible. It's horrible. 
I don't know why I'm like this. And I know me, I'm like, I used to be there. I was like, I'm going to send an evite for my wedding. You're not going to get an invitation out of me. I'm going to have Panda Express cater my shit. <laughs> and the only thing, and I'm still kind of like that. Cause frankly, I'm like the only thing I, I intend to spend money on is the booze. Like I will come crack there. It will be an open bar. Feel free. Anybody accept my challenge of trying to make me spend like stupid amounts of money on alcohol. But other than that, I'm like, yeah, I don't really care. But I'm but that's so funny. So you're see other people's <laughs> That's so funny. You're you're chiller on yours, but you're harder on everybody else's. Yep. See, yeah. I unless it's a really good friend, if I get invited to a wedding, I'm like, oh my god, I hope I can get out of this. Uh, how often are you invited to weddings that aren't really good friends? Like, if it's, like, a family thing. Oh, uh, okay. Like, uh, oh, because we'll get, like, oh, the Aguilars. I'm just like, oh, oh I think I'm working. Like, <laughs> I mean, that's the whole thing. Like, if I don't, if I'm not invested, I don't really know you. Don't, don't spend that 60 bucks for me to be there, and I don't really need to do thanks. Yeah, that is true. But anyways, I guess, are we trying to wrap this up? Yeah, we might as well. Do everybody a favor. Because, please, this is probably not going to be the only podcast about weddings. <laughs> no, because I'm sure well, there'll be a podcast um, leading up to and then after the wedding. Exactly. So, you know, and then maybe one day one of us will get married. Yeah, in we'll 20 years when it. I finally meet somebody, then I'll have a podcast about that. Dude, and I'll still be like, oh, Jeanette, don't put me at the single table, please. <laughs> I swear to God, if I don't have the worst taste, just, I make really bad choices with guys. I really do. But whatever. Well, that's another podcast because I also feel like I could say something to that too. Because I think I used to like pat myself on the back and recently I went, oh God, I don't pick very well. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Well, that being said, <laughs> um, Sharina and I probably aren't getting married anytime soon. Well, if you think about it, on the bright side, thank goodness we're not married since we don't pick well. Could you imagine if we were married to one of the people that we had been from our past? Um, I, 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 I said this to you before. I would have been divorced already. Yeah. I would have been on an episode of Snapped. <laughs> <laughs> and I'd probably be living in a trailer park because the person I was with would have taken all my money. Yeah, and blown your credit to smithereens. Oh, yeah. well, I just leave, yeah. leave that to me to do, so... <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Hope it wasn't too much of a tangent for you. Uh, if you've been listening so far, it was just the usual. But um, have a great night, and who knows what we're going to talk about next week. All right. Bye. Bye. <laughs> oh, my God.